great. Well, it's great to be back with you, Isabel, for another podcast this afternoon. Real privilege to have you here at Wise Lives. I'd love to ask you this time a little bit about uh, supernatural power. So we have a course here at the well at the moment, Naturally Supernatural. We have people on the course who are longing to grow in their understanding of the supernatural. They might look at somebody like you and when you're around us, we really see the power of God manifest and want that. Uh, But I'd love them to hear a little bit about uh, where that power comes from and what you've experienced in terms of the person of God. Well, I believe, of course, in the supernatural power of God because that is what the Bible is about. That's what the kingdom is about. And uh, we, the Bible is filled of miracles, signs, wonders, and all kinds of supernatural reality. It is. I believe the supernatural reality has been missing a lot in the kingdom of God in yeah. the modern age. Yeah. Yeah. But um, um, for me, I believe, according to scripture and personal experience, that the supernatural power of God doesn't come from a gift, doesn't come from a special anointing or getting something that we carry in in that sense. You know, if I get this anointing, I get this gift, then these miracles will happen and supernatural will get released. I believe the supernatural is a person and it is Jesus. Yeah. and the power of Holy Spirit manifested. The two of them, you know, by the will of the Father, of course, who releases and said, you know, his, his, his great delight to give us his kingdom. And so Jesus paid the price, Holy Spirit does it. And so the person of Jesus, to me, is the supernatural. And his, I believe that the more of Jesus in our lives because of him, miracles happen, supernatural yes. things happen. And because of that, it is relational. For me, the kingdom of God is first and foremost a relational kingdom. Out of relationship, everything flows. So because of that, because it's based on relationship with him, on intimacy with him, we cannot participate. It's not for a special people, gifted people, anointed people. It is for sons and daughters, because it flows from Jesus. So it's based on on intimacy and relationship. And the more of Jesus, the more things happen. He does it, and we get to partake of it, because we're walking with Him. Because we are sharing life with Him. Because we we are in relationship, we participate. Tell me me a story of a time in your life where he really reminded you of that? Because I, I imagine you've taken a whole journey with that, of of discovering it's all about the person of Jesus. Yes, well there was a time when I was very ambitious and a time when I was full of pride and arrogance and seeking recognition and I wanted to be the woman of the hour. And so I... It's hard for me to imagine that, but yes. <laughs> yeah. And it was, you know, you strive and you try and, you know, to be the person with the anointing and to be recognized, well, I didn't. And then it came to the part of realizing that um, I don't have anything. Yeah. You know, that even the gifts we have don't belong to me. 
They belong to the Holy Spirit. Ministry belongs to Jesus, and everything is for Him, by Him, and through Him. Yeah. So I have to go back to really the, the fullness of the gospel, not yeah. even doctrines that don't can endorse experiences, but do not connect us so much with Him. Yeah. You know, and it all came from getting to know the Father's heart. When I encountered and understood the heart of the Father, then I realized it is not about being gifted or anointed. It's not about, I can do miracles because I can't. Hmm. Jesus is the one who does it. And so it brought me back to just the uncomplicated part of the kingdom because the gospel of God is not complicated. It is very simple. It's Jesus in us. The hope of glory is Jesus. In Him we live, we move, and we exist. So I God brought me to the place of realizing I used to pray and ask God, anoint me, use me, bless me so I can bless people. First it was for me to be great, but then God brought me down <laughs> from that level. Then it was, bless me, anoint me, empower me so I can bless the people or serve them. And then the journey, as I discovered more the Father's heart, His intention and His purpose in giving us Jesus, the Holy Spirit, then I began to pray, let me help you. Yeah. Let me, don't anoint me, don't, you know, don't empower me, but make me fit to be your helper. It's that way around. He, he is doing the work and you're helping. Yes, yeah. let me help you well. Let me not hinder you. Let me be of your service and the service of the people so that you do what you do and I help you in whatever you want me to facilitate it. So that's really important because the, the, the supernatural power is not for us to have an experience. No. But many people think that. Yeah. Yes, it is not an experience. God is very experiential. Yes. His kingdom is experiential. But we cannot, must not, should not be seeking after experiences yeah. because they can actually deter us into deception. Yes, it happens very because easily. Because the, the devil is very happy to give, give us you an, an experience, experience. Yes. To, to deter us. Yeah. And we have to be careful with deception. But when we seek the person of Jesus and we focus on him, we'll be safe. Yes. And he gets to do it. Yeah. And his heart is to pour out to others through us. Yes, yes, I was ministering in a foreign country on the other side of the world once. And, you know, Jesus and I, you know, because we do everything together. To me, it's like the four of us, we, we do everything. So we minister together, we do everything together, it's the four of us. So when I'm ministering, teaching or talking, I talk a lot about we. Yes. We came, we did, we see, and I'm actually talking about the four of us. <laughs> The tr you, know, you in the Trinity. Father, the Trinity mm -hmm. and me, the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and I were doing these things. So, um, in that, um, so Jesus and I were at the front, and um, a young woman came who had a deformed body, completely deformed, and uh, bones, I mean, twisted, her whole body was twisted, a terrible skeleton problem, disease, could not be cured, nothing, and she was getting more and more deformed. She just wanted, uh, ask, you wanted to uh, receive a prophetic word for yeah. a hope and a future. So, you know, I told Jesus, you know, 
here we are. Yes. You know, and we sat together, and I sat in front of her because she needed to sit because of her bones, and Jesus sat next to me. And I just began to prophesy over her as Jesus was just looking at her adoringly, and I could feel, I mean, the most amazing waves of the Father's love flowing from her, from her and through me and going out into her. It was so beautiful. Wow. And uh, because of her body, she couldn't be hugged, so, and the pain and so on. So I, I, I thought he was just hugging her his way, letting her experience that love. So there we are, just chatting and uh, praying to her, for her together. Then I left, flew back to Canada. The next day I got news that when she got home, she had a brand new skeleton. Wow. And yeah. I saw her years later and she's perfect. Wow. You know, and it all came from that. Yes. I didn't even pray for healing. Yeah. You know, but... If she you, heard how the Father loved her. Yes. Yeah. And as, but I realized I'm the company of the healer. Yes. We're ministering together. You know, he's the healer. I don't need to be gifted for miracles when the healer is with me. And, and when, he, you, when you were prophesying... Because I, I've learned, and I've learned a lot from you, how you minister. Your eyes were on him, yes. not on her brokenness and her, her need. No. That, that's really key for us, isn't it, as we minister to others, that our, our eyes are on him and on heaven, yes. not on the problems, the needs. Otherwise, we'll end up responding from our soul, won't we? Yes. Yes, yeah. yes for me, what I have learned, as Jesus has taught me a lot, because I have made many mistakes. And when I try to do it in my own, in my anointing, yeah, my because we're all learning, yeah. And uh, what I learned is the prophecy is really the source of prophecy is the Father's heart. Yes. And prophecy is revealing his heart, his thoughts, his intentions into people's lives. And so I have learned because we have to protect people's story and protect the people in front of us from ourselves. Yes. I pray that God will protect them from me, that yeah. I, when, because I know I, yeah. my soul is weakened, as the Bible says. So I don't focus on the person, situations, anything. I just look at the heart of my father. And it's I beautiful. just ask him, show me your heart for this person. Wow. And that's what I speak from. Yes. It's just the father's heart, not anything else. Yeah. And anyone who knows you, Isabel, knows that the, the prophetic gifting you carry in doing that is so powerful to transform lives. But whoever you are listening to this today, I just want to encourage you, we can all prophesy from the Father's heart. It's relational. It's relational. And the greatest prophecy you can actually give them, give somebody in front of you is to tell them that there's a Father in heaven who loves them. So we can all start. <laughs> Um, and we can all learn to, to see with his eyes. And that is true supernatural power. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Isabel. Thank you so much. It's a joy to chat with you again. Thank you.